Prince of Punk. I live in Calgary, Alberta, in Canada, and I mostly do escort work, which is mostly in calls, but I also do have some online stuff, and I've been doing that for about six months. The minimum wage here is $15, and that's what I get paid at like my part-time job at Old Navy, which is fine, but with COVID, I haven't gotten shifts since November. And I just don't have the brain power, also because of COVID, to just pick up shifts. I need someone to tell me when I'm working. So sex work has been a good decision job-wise that way. My my sleep schedule is so weird, but like I go to bed between like four and six in the morning and I wake up at like 10 to go pee. And then if I go back to bed, I don't wake up till four. <laughs> yeah, so my, my sleep schedule is kind of fucked. But besides that, it's fine. Like I can, I can pick my clients. I can pick where I'm going, who I'm working with, that kind of thing. And that is huge because like, if I don't want to deal with them, I don't have to. And if they're already there, they've already paid for my time. I, the obligation is gone and there is risk to that, but in the long run, it, it, it's worth it. I think. I grew up in a aggressively Christian home like oh my god it was so bad and like there's nothing wrong with being Christian but the way that they were teaching it it was it was not good it was not healthy and a big part of that made me very repulsed to things like sex and my body and things like that because it's so taboo in the church and with starting sex work that has changed so drastically. I'm so much more comfortable with my body. I'm so much more comfortable with other people. And it's just like, yeah, that's a body thing. That's just what the body does. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a lot more comfortable with that kind of thing because it's my job and it's something that I do all the time. I was living with my parents in that environment up until the end of April. And one night I just kind of like went, all right, fuck this, I've had enough. I'm done dealing with your shit. Just kind of left. It's a lot of, oh, I really enjoy doing this and I can make money doing this? Fuck yeah, sign me up. And it's something that was already really enjoyed. And it's just like, oh, I can, I can do that as a job. That's great. That's like, that's like doing puzzles and finding out one day you can get paid to do puzzles. You can get paid to do puzzles and you can pick the puzzles that you do. And it's not even bad pay, it's good pay. <laughs> I have one client that I've had pretty much since I started. And he's a great guy from what I've seen. And I do enjoy meeting with him. Regulars are great. If they enjoy it and they have that connection with you, everything will be great. Like, it's not that you're more likely to get like freebies or whatever, but the work will be better. They're going to put in more effort. I can rely on these people to come back. And because they're regulars and because I've built that connection, I can text them first if I need to, which is also really great. Um, before in the summer, it was fairly 50-50. Right now it's mostly return customers with a few newbies here and there, but most of the bookings I'm getting are return customers, whether it's, um, a regular or like first or second time booking again with me or whatever. Some of these people are just looking for like your typical hookup, one done, that's it. 
But a lot of these clients are paying for this and they're doing this because they haven't been able to find that connection with other people. And because this is our job, we're good at it. So we can find those places where people are vulnerable. And sometimes that means like after it's over, I have some grown man crying on top of me because it was just really intense. And that's okay. And that's fun. Like those sessions are good because like, I, I get it. There's that emotional connection. That was big. Whatever that was, you had to let that go. And sometimes that's personal problems. Sometimes that's marital problems. Sometimes that's like family stuff. Sometimes it's just pent up emotion. And so much of that can become very, very therapeutic, not just through sex in general, but specifically through sex work because you're looking for a specific person that can specifically cater to your needs. I think the biggest thing that I have seen is that people are not very good at communicating their emotions to different people. And sex work can be so helpful in that, again, through that therapeutic part of it. I like the physical connection and emotional connection I get with clients in person, but it is a lot easier to work things like photo shoots and Skype calls into my schedule when I have more space to set up and I'm only dressing up for like a little bit. I like different aspects of different parts of it. Overall, I think I prefer in-person stuff just because of the connection and that's not something I got a whole lot through my life. Because I've only been doing this for six months, I'm not perfectly clear on what it was like before, but what I do know is that a lot of the market has been flooded with people just trying to like make ends meet, especially online stuff is really, really awful for it. And a big part of that is that these people that are just coming into it, they're not doing the research that they need to, and they're not talking to the people that they need to, to get started. And so the prices that they're charging for the things that they're selling aren't realistic. And so that changes the expectations of all of our clients and all of our customers because they're expecting more for less. And that kind of ruins our market and makes it so much harder for us. Like I have to check the other listings that are on the page first to see like, okay, what are the prices? What is everybody posting like? And a lot of it is the same stuff over and over again, but it's a lot of these people that are just trying to make ends meet. As far as sites I personally use, the one I use for posting my escort ads is leolist.cc. It's a Canada specific ad that's a lot like Craigslist, but, and it has like all the categories and whatever, but it's really funny because if you go into any of the categories, there's, there's nothing. There's no ads except in the personals category. <laughs> it's, it's great. That's the one I use most often. That one is pay to post. Um, which kind of sucks and they have kind of a weird way of doing it, but it's what works and it's the most commonly used site. So it's worth it in the long run. Social media is also very helpful, but there has been quite a few crackdowns lately. A lot of creators who have had like their whole accounts taken down and like had to completely redo their whole thing on Instagram, which is big. And that's, that's very, very frustrating, especially because like, that's my job. That's how I pay rent. I think, 
as far as having sexual content on Instagram goes, it should be fine, but with parameters. Of course, there should be like some kind of a in-person thing to get those predators and those bad people that we really don't need or want in these spaces. But I don't think that that job should be left to a bot or a collection of bots. I think that should be a team of people taking on that job. I think in the future, assuming COVID doesn't go away for a while, I think the online market will continue to be flooded, but it will have to be more of a staple. And I think any in-person stuff will hugely go up in price as it gets rarer and rarer. And like either that or people will just stop caring and it'll go back to normal. Because like that really could go either way. As far as what I want to see, I would like to see more bookings and in-person stuff. Because like I am getting booking for in-person, but it's not quite enough. And the people that are booking stuff online, it's usually just a one-time thing. I, I would like more consistency. Specifically with COVID, I would say try moving, if you can afford it, try moving away from free porn. Support your buddies, support your friends, pay for their OnlyFans. OnlyFans specifically has had some crackdowns lately. Like they have, I don't know about other places, but here they have like this weird, you have to have $200 before you can take anything out. Like people have to pay you $200 before you can have that. I don't know. It's stupid, but support their people if you can, however you can. It's a big help. Again, it, it really does pay the rent. This is literally my job. Everybody's a little sexually frustrated. I think we can help each other out here. Sex work is healthy for the most part. It's good, it's okay. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Maybe you need to speak to a sex worker. And if not, and that's something that you don't wanna do, then like, yeah, that's you. But it's, it's good to seek out these different opinions and different views on what sex work is and take your own view from that. This episode of I'm an Accountant, Sex Work in a New Age was created and produced by me, Sarah Laudenbach. The content and imagery used in this interview have been given to me with explicit consent by the interviewee. Prince of Punk's links can be found in the description of this episode, including their Instagram, Twitter, and GoFundMe. Please donate if you are able to, to help them secure safe and stable housing. For a list of sex work organizations, including sex worker support groups, please see the links in the description of this episode. Support your local sex work organizations in any way that you can, whether it be by donations or simply reading their material.